Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of Print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer joining you. This is Oilers Now, Tuesday edition. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. 630 Ched uses Digitex for their copiers and the printers. Their service is excellent. They now do does Digitex sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings. Digitex supplies.ca. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Ulrich with you. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, a reminder, we've moved Stoffer Inspector for the summers to Thursday. Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing, Fridays and Saturdays at Northlands Park. On today's show, former Edmonton Oiler, now a assistant coach with the Montreal Canadiens, Luke Richardson, will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now. We'll get an update on the Vancouver Canucks. There's been some criticism of some of the signings the Canucks had Longtime uh, Vancouver Bay beat writer Ben Kuzma. And popping by in studio today at 135 from Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. Brennan Ulrich is with me. 
you can be with us as well. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're also available on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, River Cree Resort and Casino. They've got the Little River Band, August 16th, and Steve Earle and the Duke celebrating the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road. That'll take place September 23rd. We're on Twitter. You can reach me via Twitter, Bob underscore Stoffer. The show Twitter account, at OilersNow. Brendan is at Brendan Ulrich. And you can email us at OilersNow630Chat.com. We will tell you, and we will provide some updates during the course of the show. Uh, one of the two semifinals at the World Cup uh, features... Uh, uh, two countries that are side-by-side side in terms of geography and uh, whose capital cities are less than 200 miles apart as France is playing Belgium. Uh, spoiler alert, they're just about 10 minutes in. It is scoreless. Brendan, you know I picked uh, France to win the tournament at the uh, at the start. A lot of people think France is a uh, team that will probably be... Uh, a huge favorite come 2022 when a lot of their young players like uh, Mbappe and uh, Dembali is not even playing today. Uh, when those guys get into their uh, 22, 23 years of age range, but uh, of interest, France has already arrived and they're pretty good. And it's been a, a interesting start. These two teams can run. Belgium, of course, had had a golden generation of players, and they've led the tournament in goal scoring so far and been terrific on the counter. So this is going to be a highly entertaining game today. Again, scoreless 10 minutes in. Tomorrow, England takes on Croatia. So the four remaining teams in the World Cup are all uh, from Europe. And there are, for me, some correlations at times uh, between... Uh, soccer and hockey. I know that uh, if you're around NHL dressing rooms, the one thing you, you become very quickly aware of is the majority of European players are highly in tune with what transpires internationally in soccer. Uh, just as uh, a lot of the North American guys end up being specifically football fans, uh, I would argue and assert obviously soccer is even more popular amongst the European players. Uh, several of them have, uh, you know, popular club teams like FC Barcelona, Real Madrid, that sort of thing. And of note today, Brennan, I'm sure you saw it. It's official. Cristiano Ronaldo, after nine years with Real Madrid, and uh, oh, by the way, they won four Champions League titles in the last five years. Cristiano Ronaldo uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has left and is going to go to uh, Juventus. That is a, You talk about the John Tavares signing being a big deal in NHL circles. Uh, that's one of the two current best players in the world leaving the richest club team in the world to go to Juventus. So obviously Real is up to something. Uh, so uh, anyhow, I know you're keeping an eye on this as well. I, I, did you uh, happen to see uh, the YouTube video about why France is uh, producing so many players right now? It's unbelievable. I mean, you think about the, the two... Lo- and, and here's the thing. Soccer is a fairly inexpensive sport to play. Uh, but, uh, you know, they've had two waves of significant immigration in uh, in France. Uh, and the end result is they've got some tremendous athletes. And 50 players in the World Cup were actually born in France. That is unbelievable. So they've dotted the lineup of several other teams on top of, obviously, their own.
I saw your tweet on it, Bob. I was at the gym last night, so yeah. uh, I unfortunately uh, skipped past it. But I'll get around to it at some well, point. Well, no, it's just uh, you know, it's it's an int- because when you think about hockey, okay, like there was a time, uh, and I don't know if Edmonton still produces top five in terms of, you know, uh, I know that there's a, a Czech Republic has got a community that's produced a lot of players. There's been a lot of players out of Northern Alberta, a lot of top end players out of the GTHL. Uh, and, and there's reasons why these sort of things occur. And one of the reasons is that uh, countries place an emphasis on skill. And I think that that's part of the reason why Canada has reasserted its dominance best on best over the last uh, 15 to 18 years. I don't think it can really be debated that when Canada has its best players available, they're awfully tough to beat, which we're going to see at the upcoming gretzky Holenka tournament. How many have they won in a row in that tournament? Like uh, maybe seven or eight. They might have even won nine in a row there. But, uh, you know, when you place emphasis on skill and have a lot of uh, excellent coaching, and now, of course, there's the whole school system that's a little bit different away from the double-A system for kids, uh, as an example, coming, uh, well, even where they used to play traditionally Bantam AA hockey. Now they're in all these uh, sports schools, and it's completely changed the dynamic of things uh, for individuals in the Western Hockey League and that sort of things in terms of the procurement recruitment of players. Okay, yesterday's edition, uh, by the way, we had Andre... Uh, uh, Turgney on. He is going to be the head coach for Canada at the upcoming uh, Gretzky, the Holinka Gretzky tournament, which is going to take place in the second week of August here in Edmonton. It'll be in Edmonton 2018, 2020, 2022. Uh, they've got a, got a long way to go to finalize the team, but there's a distinct possibility that there's going to be uh, a, certainly a high WHL flavor to this year's edition of the team. Since we had Andre on the show, we had an opportunity to ask him about a couple of players. Andre's coaching the Ottawa 67s in the OHL. We had him ask. We asked him about a couple of players that the Oilers drafted, and we started with Evan Bouchard, who I personally believe will start the season with the Edmonton Oilers. Here is what uh, uh, Turney had to say about uh, the Oilers' tenth uh, overall selection. Oh, yeah. You cannot miss him. He's on the ice for 40 minutes. <laughs> He's tough to, to miss. He's a, he has a lot of poise. He's really, really good with the puck. Uh, is um, Like I said, the poise is probably the first thing I have in mind because he's... You, uh, whatever the pressure you put on him, he's always calm. He's always in control. Uh, he moves the puck really well. He, he has that that poise. You know, he will he will fake the pass and he will wait, wait, wait until the last second to make the either the area pass or the tape to tape pass. He's really creative offensively. Uh, he's. He's uh, really confident as well. He's really assertive, uh, and he is a, he's not a small kid as well. He's not a five foot nine defenseman. Yeah. He's, a, he's big enough. So yes, the, the Edmonton fan will love this guy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Of defenseman. Well, uh, right now the Edmonton Oilers are, by my count, at 45 contracts. I'm including 
the fact that Darnell Nurse is a restricted free agent, I do not expect there to be any... Uh, it's funny, I'm already getting guys texting me, oh, why is the Nurse signed yet? Just relax. He's restricted. It's going to get done. Um, like Likely a bridge would make the most sense, but we'll wait and see what transpires on that front for Darnell Nurse. 45 contracts. Uh, we're of the belief that Edmonton would uh, certainly look at adding a center uh, down in the American Hockey League. I know that some people throw out names like Joel Colburn, uh, Nick Shore. Um, I think Nick Shore could still end up getting a one-way deal. Uh, But uh, I I would say that there's going to be an NHL contract offered for that position. That will get to 46, and then Bouchard will be 47. Okay. Uh, Bouchard, if you take a look at uh, 10th overall picks, the range is usually between 1.75 and 1.85 million. Look no further than the Colorado Avalanche, who had Miko Rantanen uh, as a 10th overall pick and uh, ended up, you know, having actually two years in a row of uh, kids that uh, they selected uh, 10th overall. And so, lo and behold, the numbers are, are in that range. I, ex- I expect Bouchard to, when, when the orders fly to Germany, uh, I think he'll be with the team. I think he'll play in that uh, game in Germany. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he was in the opening day roster. Just, just to see what he can do. Can they shelter some minutes? Again, this player is a late birthday. He's already played three full seasons in the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, he's smart. Uh, which is uh, one of the places of emphasis for Keith Gretzky. Tyson Jost, by the way, was the other 10th uh, overall pick for Colorado, for those of you that are texting and asking who was the other one. So they both, uh, both Rantanen and Jost basically got the same sort of money, in and around a one point, let's say a $1.8 million cap hit, full rookie bonus, of which the, you know, the guarantee is usually around $900,000. So, uh, you know, I, I could see Edmonton being at... 47 contracts and maybe not adding a 14th forward. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, they could. They might not. Uh, a guy that would make sense for me if they went the 14th forward route, based on analytics and character, would be Yannick Hansen. But uh, there's no guarantee that the Oilers decide to uh, deploy that. Now, here's the deal with Bouchard. Um, we'll see how he does. And if he struggles, it's entirely possible that the Oilers make a small move uh, to build for some greater depth on defense, or conversely, we'll see how Kevin Gravel does at the start of the year. But uh, you saw him in the, you know, in the development camp. I know what I saw in the development camp. Think he's going to push hard? Oh, absolutely. Um, you, you look at Ethan Bearbob at the end of last season, and he was getting some prime minutes already on the Oilers. And of course, better. well, this I know, I'm just I'm yeah, get, no, I'm no, getting no, there. No, 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 I know. I'm saying that they use Bear in situations like they could use Bouchard as early as next season. And as you just talked about, I think Bouchard, of course, the sky is the limit uh, for what he can do. And uh, he's a little bit bigger as well. So I think he'll be fine. Uh, we'll wait and see what happens uh, at camp. But yeah, I think there's a strong possibility he'll be uh, on the roster to start the season. Yeah, he's a lot bigger. Let's not forget, Clefbaum was out. That was part of the re- I, You know, I originally thought was, I was surprised how many games Ethan Bear ended up getting. But injuries played a bit of a factor in that. I still, Ethan, I still think Ethan Bear needs at least three quarters of a season down in the American Hockey League. I, to me, he looked like a guy that needed a lot of work. Uh, Bouchard plays with a different level of... Compo- I mean, the numbers speak for themselves in terms of the draft year. There's no comparison between the two players in terms of the time that there was draft, which is not to say that Bear does not pan out to be a good offensive defenseman. And if that happens, the orders are in a good spot because then they got a couple of young righties that change the dynamic for their hockey club. But so, what I'm getting at is if they use Bear when McDavid was on the ice at times. They use him on the power play as well. Yeah. So you look at Bouchard, Bouchard who has 
you know, more potential than Bear in those situations. So I, I do think there is a strong chance he does start here. Oh yeah, he'll he's going to get a long, long look. Uh, Andre Torge, uh, we mentioned, coached the Ottawa 67s. We asked him about Ryan McLeod. He's the Oilers' second round draft choice. A lot of people thought he might go late in the first round. He certainly can skate. And uh, Turgney had these comments. You know, Ryan, is uh, he has a lot of talent. Uh, yes, it's true, his team didn't, didn't have the season they were expecting, uh, and that included him, but I think he, he has a lot of talent. He's a, he's a little bit of surprise for uh, pretty much everybody here uh, for Ryan to to go in the second round, it was a little bit of a shock. I think he has a really a first-round talent. Uh, he can skate. He has good vision. He has good skills. He has good size. He has a, a really good package. He has to, to bring it every night. Uh, that will be his battle, but he has definitively the, the package to, to make it. All right, so that's uh, interesting thoughts uh, from a guy who coached in the OHL last season, coached in the queue as well, and he'll be part of uh, Team Canada. Well, he'll be the head coach for Team Canada at the upcoming um, Holinka Gretzky Tournament, which will take place second week in August here in Edmonton. We also had Ryan Strom on yesterday's show, and I'm going to be intrigued to see how Ryan does moving forward in the Oilers organization, because I do think there's a bit of an adjustment period that takes place. Uh, I don't think Edmonton's the... Uh, here's the thing. I think, obviously, it's a privilege to work in the NHL, and it's, uh, I, I, you know, for players, it's certainly a privilege to play in the NHL, but Edmonton is an intense hockey market. And uh, if you're not used to that, sometimes there's a period of adjustment. And, and even guys that have been in the league for a while... They think it might be a certain way, and, and here's how it kind of works. When the team's going good, it's great, but it can be tough if the team's struggling. And people say, well, that's the case in every city. No, there's places you can hide in, in around the National Hockey League if you're not playing well. Like, do you really think anybody cares down in Southern Florida? Come on. We have more people podcasting the show on a daily basis than they have television viewers of some of their broadcasts. I'm not kidding you. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now. So I asked uh, Ryan Strom yesterday what it was like to come in and play in a hockey-mad market like Edmonton. Yeah, it was different. I actually really enjoyed it. I, uh, I think it's awesome. I mean, the support, um, day in, day out, uh, to see how much people care, the passion. It's very unique. Obviously, growing up in Canada and Toronto, I kind of experienced it. But um, to be in a Western Canadian city and see the passion was quite special. But uh, it is different. There's a lot more eyes on you, a lot more... Uh, a lot more opinions around and um, you know at the end of the day though I think it's what you make of it and um, uh, I think it'd be a good thing and a bad thing but um, I, I see this you know just a great opportunity people care about the team it's a good thing um Strom spent a lot of time half season on the right wing, then ended up uh, getting moved to center with about 30 games left permanently and he had these comments on settling in as a third line center yeah you know what I don't think it was anything too special I think you know at the start of the year the team really couldn't get any traction and um, as a new guy, they're trying to find somewhere for me. And, um, you know, our lines are pretty much shuffled, you know, every couple of days. So I think for everyone, it was a little bit tough to kind of find that, uh, that consistency. And I was definitely a victim of that. And, um, that, that goes, that, that's on myself to uh, take responsibility for that. But me and Todd had some good talks later in the year. And I think that once I kind of settled in that role, I don't think I really, I played third line center probably, like you said, last 30 games, didn't switch and, um, embraced some new roles. Like you said, I was on the power play a little bit here and there. And, 
um, on the penalty kill too, taking a bit, a bit bigger of a role in that. So, you know, I, I think as the type of player I am, I have to find a role in this team. I know we have some great talent. I think I got a pretty good skill set. I think the game pretty well. So I just kind of had to find a way to make myself useful and be a part of the team and, and be impactful. And I think towards the end of the year, I started to find that. Um, like I said, on a team with so much skill, you're going to have to find different things you can do to help out. And um, I think that's what I tried to do. And um, with the help of the coaches, I think I was able to get a little traction that way. One, uh, you know, players try to improve their game in lots of different uh, manners, and Ryan Strom shed some light on something that's a little bit different in terms of what he's doing. Uh, it's called vision training. Yeah, I've actually uh, started doing a little bit of vision training. I've always kind of had a uh, an eye that isn't too doesn't see as well as the other, so I've kind of you know tried a different approach. I'm seeing a great specialist in Toronto and doing a lot of work and trying to make my eyes work together and, uh, you know, wearing contact lenses, all that stuff, and as well as, you know, shooting pucks in the driveway, different things, and trying to work with different people in the summer. I mean, there's a bunch of things you can do. And, um, it, with how competitive our game is and how, uh, you know, there's always someone knocking on the door. You want to try every advantage you can, and um, I'm no different. And just trying to find out what works and what can make me better. And uh, at the end of the day, when I'm better, the team is better. And winning makes everyone happy, as you know, and uh, that's kind of the goal for us as players. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, the idea is that, you know, instead of kind of guessing where the puck could be by your vision not being at par, that, you know, hopefully, you know, that can, you know, make it a little easier and your instincts can take over and your brain knows what you're doing. So wow. I don't really quite understand it completely, but um, <laughs> people that I'm working with seem to know what they're doing and seems to be helping. It's actually a lot of fun. It kind of opens up your mind to different ideas and um, the way you see things every day are a little differently. And, um, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, at least you tried it. And that's kind of the day and age we live in. It's uh, trial and error. And you want to be as good as you can, as, you know, in life and as a hockey player. And um, I'm no different than anyone else. And one more aspect that Strom's working on in the off season: face-offs. Absolutely, I think uh, you know, strength is one of them. Some wrist strength and all that stuff. I mean, most of the guys that are taking face-offs are big, strong guys. But I think it also comes down to a little bit of technique. And um, fortunately enough, in Toronto, I'm able to work with you know a lot of NHL players. And, a lot of great skill coaches that have different ideas and um, when you're when you're with the likes of uh, you know John Tavares and Connor McDavid and they're in the dressing room with you in the summer you're able to kind of pick their brain on different hockey aspects and um, with some of those guys face-offs is one thing I've been kind of talking to them about and um, as we ramp things up here in the July and August I'm sure we'll be working on them because you know like I said we everyone wants to be better and I'm no different and um, lucky enough I'm surrounded by great people and great hockey minds to do that and um, I, there's no shortage of resources around me. I try to use them all, and um, that's definitely one aspect that I'm going to look to improve on. And um, it's already the process has already kind of begun. All right, that is Ryan Strom of the Edmonton Oilers from his edition on Oilers Now yesterday. It's 12:26 at Edmonton. Uh, we're going to go straight into the break here. Uh, Eileen Bell has a global news weather traffic update at uh, 12:30, and at 12:35 when we return on Oilers Now, former Edmonton Oilers defenseman, now Montreal Canadiens assistant Luke Richardson. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place: ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Pro-Am Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Pro-Am Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca.